The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. This is James Loving, my host in Loving That Sports Talk, and I am back in Arizona. It's good to be back from that cold weather in Chicago, boy. Uh, I'd just like to thank all my listeners that... um was there when I was in Chicago visiting family and, you know, still listening in to the show and all my friends back in Chicago, um, great people. Sean Sanderson, great guy I went to school with, you know, been there. Um, Julie Johnson's been helping me out a lot. You know, I'd like to thank, you know, everybody else out there, my callers, you know, friends back home and everybody who called in. So I just say, you know, hats off to everybody, and um, I'm glad to get out of that cold weather, boy. It's glad to be back. But, you know, um... Back on the show, back having fun now, back in Arizona, doing good. And um, I know Sean, I went to high school with him and grew up with him, and he, he uh, told me about good things about this next guest we have. Um, um, he's a personal trainer. Um, he's a high school basketball coach. He he played uh, three and a half years. I'm sorry, high school baseball coach. Forgive me, listen. Well, I know you'll get on me that. He played three and a half years in the minor leagues. He played in Europe and Indiana. And, you know, when when you look at a person's resume like that, you just got to get hats off to a person like that, you know. Uh, I talk with him on the phone, you know, get to know him a little better. And um, Zach Rodriguez, are you there? Yeah, Jimmy, I'm here. How you doing? How did I do on the introduction? Oh, very good, very good. That was perfect. <laughs> well, I know you're in Chicago, and um, before we get started, go ahead and tell me a little bit more stuff to, to the listeners, Zach, for me, please. Well, I, I've been doing, uh, like I said, I've been doing the personal training for about, you know, four years now, working uh, directly with a lot of uh, young athletes for baseball, and then uh, coinciding that with uh, a couple of different high schools here in the area. I know it's uh, Lamont, Illinois, Lamont High School. My, my father is the head coach, so uh, I help them out with the strength and conditioning program along with uh, hitting and outfield play. And then um, I also work with a lot of, uh, you know, young Athletes from uh, you know eight years old up until fifteen years old with uh, you know sports nutrition and also with uh, you know hitting and aspects of the game and um, so that's pretty much my um, my work background. I actually my full background is actually in uh, meteorology. I have a uh, degree in that along with mathematics and uh, nutrition as well, and so kind of a full plate. So um, playing sports for so long. Uh, being in the minor leagues, I've just had a love for the game for so long that I definitely want to stick around as long as possible, and uh, this is definitely the best way to go. Well, Zach, I got a lot of questions for you, so get ready. I know I ain't got you on here for a little bit. I appreciate you calling in. But um, I'm very interested in how you could tell. I want to make this show about what you, you could do to help all my listeners. Because I got a lot of you know young listeners coming up that want to play sports, and you know how that is. 
Zach. Oh, yeah, and, uh, and I like you kind of explain. We're going to different areas. Like, how can we help the kids? I mean, one, let's start with, you know, you say nutrition. You're teaching nutrition. What would you suggest? Well, I definitely think one of the biggest keys, especially with young athletes, is that they always wonder why they can't put on some weight. You know, they can't put on good muscle. And um, I've always talked to a lot of the high school kids who are great athletes, phenomenal athletes. They're like, you know, why can't I put on any weight? And, you know, I say, you know, I sit down and I'm like, all right, what's your diet? And, like, once, they, once I talk to them and find out what they're doing, you know, a lot of it is like, you know, pop. You know, there's a lot of sugar. There's no beneficial value of that or, like, the cookies or, you know, all the um, not good sugar. And, um, you know, they're not doing, doing any good carbs. And so pretty much for kids is that they have to find out that, you know, protein and, you know, good carbs and, you know, right diets is where it's going to be at to keep their bodies, you know, a fine-tuned machine. And what we always talk about is that whatever you do to your body, it takes, you know, ironically about 10 years to, like, show up. And it's so, like all the stuff that you might do bad yourself when you're younger will catch up to you as you get older. No, no, is it, can I say Zach or Zachary? Which one do you prefer? Uh, uh, Zach is fine. Okay, Zach. Now, Zach, how would this help um, the younger players? I mean, because I know if I would have had this, you know, I knew about all this, would that prevent injuries? You know, I know you're going to well, get injuries, but wh- what would that help? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, Jimmy, I'm telling you, when you have a right diet, you know, good uh, protein, you know, stuff that's good, uh, good for your joints and your ligaments and your bone density, I'm telling you, I, I haven't, I've been very fortunate. I have never once broken a bone from playing, from uh, having, uh, you know, because my mom is a nutritionist. She uh, had me at, at a young age, you know, not, you know, being on the sweets and all that stuff. And, you know, just your flexibility and your ability for endurance, longer lasting, um, you know, energy, just from putting good stuff in your body is going to promote, like, you know, better performance for all these kids. And that definitely is because that's the key to, you know, the young players coming up and they wonder why they get injured so young, and this will help. And another thing, you know, we go, you know, a um, little bit more about nutrition. I mean, we'll get back to that. But you say you, you train from eight years old and all like that. How difficult is that, you know, because everybody won't play pro ball. And how difficult for you to train and tell them this is what they need to do, the steps to make it? Oh, I, it's it's very difficult, I, especially for a lot of the young kids. You know, a lot of their attention spans will wander a little bit, and, you know, they're all about, you know, a lot of video games and stuff like that. And sometimes, you know, it takes when I have uh, their parents around, and their parents will ask me, you know, well, how, how did you get to be a pro ball player? And I told them flat out, I said, when I was in high school, I said, I go most nights, I would go take some extra swings, or I would go, you know, work out. And, and, um, you know, I definitely, you know, not really worry about going out and, you know, going to all the parties and all that because I knew that if I wanted to get a good scholarship to go to play uh, play baseball somewhere, that I would have to work hard. And that's pretty much what it is. It takes hard work to work at your craft. And, you know, as you know, playing pro ball yourself is, you know, it takes a lot of dedication. It, it really does. Now, when you, are, you say you're a personal trainer for baseball, how training from baseball? I, I mean, can you different from football and basketball? Is it is there a big difference? Um, no, there's not a whole lot of difference. I mean, because you know, we do a lot of, like the speed training, you know, for all the quick feats, you know, a lot of the, um, you know, the uh, like the speed ladders, you know, mini hurdles, you know, a lot of the uh, the plyometrics that you know football and basketball players use. So like, that's very similar. But then when it comes to um, you know, like hitting for like the hand-eye coordination, especially. You know, you do a lot of wrist work, forearms, and then um, like certain um, like bat batting drills is um, is very specific for that as well. Now, when you're training somebody like from eight year old, 
Is the trainer more different than you, somebody like in high school, Zach? Yes. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the, the younger kids, you know, don't have the uh, strength that the high school kids do yet. So, you know, we definitely um, do different drills so that they'd be able to, you know, understand it better but still get the, benef- uh, the benefits of working with, you know, like the bigger athletes or, you know, to get all the benefits of, you know, getting their you know, hand-eye coordination better, their foot speed better. You know, I'm questioning a lot because, Zach, I, I should have stuck with baseball, but I didn't know all this, what you're telling me. If I knew all this, the game would have been, <laughs> you know, and, and I, I respect you for that. I'm, I'm learning so much from you today. It's like, man, I wish, you know, I could go out and, like, and that's why I love to have you on the show to explain kind of go. I got a lot of listeners that are baseball players and like to get out there and, and know what to do. So, you know, don't, I'm just, I got to ask you these questions. I love it. I love it when you talk. But, oh, it's no problem. I, I, I appreciate being on to help, uh, like I said, help all the, uh, the young kids of America. Oh, definitely. And then now my other question to you is, is um, when you, when you training, I mean, like there's injury in um, football, mostly it's like a head injury or neck like that. What's the common injury in baseball? Um, two of the biggest injuries that I see is with hamstrings uh-huh. and also with shoulders. Because what a lot of kids don't know is, like, um, I actually want to quote Jimmy Rollins here. Um, Jimmy Rollins did a talk about, you know, they asked him how, how come his arm is so strong. Because like, he's not a very big guy, but he's got such a great, strong arm. And he said, you know, the, uh, like the little, like, the surgical tubing or, like, the, the therabands, like the exercise bands that, you know, you see in gyms or, you know, therapy rooms. He said he did that every day for 20 to 30 minutes. And after hearing him talk and do that, I started doing that myself. Mm. And sure enough, you know, I saw my arm strength go up. Because a lot of people don't realize you can lift all you want and lift heavy weights, but you're going to get strong there, but you're going to open up your wrist more to shoulder injuries because there are so many small muscles inside the joint of the shoulder and underneath the bicep and tricep that are, you know, not getting used. So that will start to get weaker and then be susceptible to, like, you know, rotator cuff and labrum, labrum tears. And then that way you keep those strengthened by doing those lightweight exercises by resistance, then your arm gets stronger in that way. I mean, and I see that in football, too, the hamstring, you know. What are they doing with football? That, you know, it's not, they're not working it more, you know. Because, well, let me get wrong, basketball more with the hamstring. Is that the most popular one? Yeah, I, I think I think that most sports the hamstring is very popular because what I see a lot of people do, which I and even being honest, I didn't I never knew this until I got to college myself about how you should always before you even stretch get some kind of sweat going by just doing some light jogging or biking like stationary bikes because then once your muscles are warm then you can stretch before a game because a lot of people you know will just stretch right away and then go play which but that's not very beneficial. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, people go through games or playing where they're not uh, sufficiently hydrated, which I actually learned this um, through, the, uh, through all the nutrition studies I've done, is that, like, whenever you work out, you know, you should always drink, you know, 10 to 12 glasses a day of water. And then after, after you work out right away, take the weight you've lost in your workout, and that should be how many, like, how many ounces at least you replenish. Now, now is these fluids, like, you know, let all of your lung your listeners know that, like, fluids are very important because, you know, while I was playing, I'm like, man, I'm not drinking all this water or what they had on the sideline, you know. But you got to keep that in you because you're burning that out, right? Oh, exactly. Yeah, you're sweating it out. You're burning it out. There's, uh, there's so many things that, you know, your body will need as you're going through constant workout. 
and and by just um, you know by not doing that, your body is going to be breaking down more, where you will be susceptible to an injury and even illness. And, and that is important. That's why you see um, a lot of players, you know, like always oh, got the same injury over and over. Why is that? Because they're not taking care of once it heals, or they're just not. What is, what are they doing? Well, I, I typically see a lot of guys try to come back too quick. Mm-hmm. You know, they um, they they, which is you know the heart of a champion. You know, they want to be out there competing and doing the best they can. Where they, uh, you know they're not fully healed up and then of course when they go out there you know they try to you know keep it warm or you know take those preventative measures but then it's not fully healed up and just like the wrong movement or too quick of a movement and boom it's it's hurt again and 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 like i say zach you know this i mean i I gotta um, say it over and over this is important for the younger one because we can get older you know like when i got older start playing I didn't know how important stretching was, you know, and, and can you explain to them how important stretching is? I used to go out there, oh, yeah, I'm ready to play the game, you know, but it caught up with me l- later on. Oh, absolutely, Jimmy. I mean, stretching is such a huge importance to sports. I mean, I'm telling you what, like, I know it caught up with me in college. I'm telling you right now when I didn't uh, stretch as much as I should have. But even now, it says as I get older, I do a lot of, uh, I do a lot of, you know, side training with boxing and with uh, you know, a lot of other uh, sports, you know, like with my baseball and everything like that. And every time, there's always a good warm-up, and then you have to stretch. Stretch out your hamstrings, your quads, your calf muscles, your, your arms, your back, as, as many muscles as you can think of, because getting more flexibility will also help decrease your risk of injury, without a doubt. And that's what we need with the young kids. And you got to keep over and over saying that, put that in their head, that no injuries, you know, and you know you gotta get a little knickknack injuries, but you don't want them to get the main ones, right, Zach? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to have a big injury where it might cost you like a year of playing a sport or even longer. Because I, I hate you know seeing guys who have you know um, I had a new a good fo- football player here in uh, Illinois who was a great running back, but he had hamstring injuries every year, and his last one got so severe that he had to quit playing football. Well, Zach, and, we are, go go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's okay. I mean, and, and like I say, it's just a shame to see, you know, great athletes be, you know, be hurt by injuries that they can't play anymore. Well, we're going to take a quick break, Zach. We don't want you to leave. The stuff you give me is very good. I know your time limit, but um, I got more questions for you, you know, and I love this. Um, this is James Loving. I'm hosting Loving That Sports Talk, and I got my guest, Zachary, in the studio. I mean, not in the studio, but on the phone. We'll be right back. All right, sounds good. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. 
Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Love. I'm back host of Loving That Sports Talk. I'm back in Arizona. Nice and sunny. And I got my guest, um, Zachary Rodriguez. Did I say that right, Zach? Yeah, you got it right. Perfect. I want to make sure all my listeners know. But, you know, I know your time is short, so I want to get a lot in before we get you off. But, you know, like you say, you said a key word, listener. He will be back on his show, and he'll have more time to um, sit back and talk with us. Is that right, Zach? Oh, absolutely. But but I want to go ahead. No. When I was playing, you know, and I, you know, I want you to shoot this out because you're a personal trainer, and um, and there's a lot of people I like to get your number to. They would like to talk to you, but that'd be all right, you know. After that, but oh, um, is it important to eat a good meal before a game, or or is that wrong? Um, I mean, eating a good meal. I mean, I would I would consist of like I would always be like you know if you like a day before a game is always very important, especially if you have, you know, a very important game or even any game of having, you know, like those good complex carbohydrates of your, like, you know, your pastas or your rices and stuff. And, uh, but you have to have, you know, have a protein with that as well and have some kind of protein mixed with those carbs. And then you can have all that energy stored up for the game the next day. But um, with regards to, like, before a game, you definitely want to have something in your system. Mm-hmm. And I know, like, we're talking about, they always ask questions. So I've, uh, like, worked with the company that I am. We have good, you know, like, pregame, like, protein or pregame energy um, supplements and bars and all these, you know, these good things that kids can take before a game, which, like I say, you know, a lot of times kids won't eat anything, and they'll be, they'll be tired through the game. So, I mean, definitely having some kind of fruit is good, too, like apples, bananas, oranges, um, you know, water before a game, too, is, is excellent. You know, you've got to have the hydration before and after a game. So definitely having something small before a game is definitely very good. Okay, Zach, before I let you know it's four minutes for break, because I want you to tell about the company you work for and what y'all do, so I'll give you that for, but, but I still got some questions for you. I, but I want to let you know, I do want you to let everybody know the company you work for and what y'all do with the product. Because okay. uh, uh, yeah, we um, well, our company is. Uh, well, hold on, hold on. I'm not done with you with the question yet. I'll give you the last four minutes before we get with the break. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right. Good, good, good. I'll just let you. I'll give you the last four minutes, but I still want to talk with you. Don't get rid of me yet, now, Zach. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We'll, we'll save the good ending. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you no, know, what what I want to say is, um, there's a key. What I, you know, I'm glad to have you on. I definitely have you on. And what I do is. When you come back on, I want to have um, a couple of the high school kids so you can talk to them and tell, you know, and they can ask you questions because, you know, I'm older. They might have more better questions to ask you that you could, you know what I mean? 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So I definitely like to have that. But um, can you explain this to me? When when you have a, because um, I know you're a high school coach, what if you have an athlete that's so great, got all the talent, but don't have an attitude, Zach? What do you do? Do that eat you up inside? It absolutely eats me up inside. As a matter of fact, Jimmy, we have um, one of the guys on my high school team this year. We've, uh, we have that right now. He's a kid who, I mean, is strong as an ox, can hit the ball a country mile. He's also a pitcher, can run it up in the you know, mid-upper 80s right now as a junior. And, you know, he just hangs around with the wrong crowd, and he actually learned the hard way. You know, I, I've talked to him before. You know, I'm like, I, I tell him, you know, dude, you got a great amount of talent. I go, and I want to work with you to be able to get you a good scholarship, you know, to help show you this talent around the country. Yeah. And sure enough, you know, about a month and a half ago, he's with the wrong crowd, and sure enough, he winds up getting arrested. Mm. And so then we, and of course, we found out about it. We, we took him into practice, you know, um, you know, he's, you know, he has to, he has to face the music. You know, he's, he's getting suspended for some games. But we pretty much told him that if you don't change your ways, you know, your baseball career is going to be over. Mm. And, you know, and we said, and I, I just tell him, I go, dude, I go, it's such a shame to see, you know, you with such talent be like this. I go, because I know where you can be. And pretty much you just got to show the worth factor. I mean, I can do personal testimony, but then mm-hmm. that only goes so far. You can pretty much um, explain to them where you see them where they can be. And how you just have to believe it in yourself that you want it. Now, is that they, yeah, because once they once they once you can pound in their head if they want it enough that they can get it, then finally you know then they can start changing their life around, which he is. You know he's never never missed a practice now. He's never late. He always comes to uh, the extra stuff on the weekends. I mean it's it's hopefully going to turn out to be you know a good ending. Now Zach, now is it because him or the, because of his parents? What do you see the, the the thing that he don't care? But, you know, people don't understand. When you have an athletic ability, use that talent, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, that's what God gave you a gift yeah. when you were born. God God gave you a good gift saying, you know, you're going to be able to do this. And, you know, it's going to be your choice to be able to work with it or not. And I think, you know, sometimes those parents are a little bit to do with it. You know, they, that they let them do whatever they want. You know, don't have a lot, a lot of discipline or whatever, you know, then they, you know, may start to wander a little bit. And, um, but it's also, also a lot of peer pressure. Like, you know, a lot of kids just don't have the backbone to say no to some things. I mean, I, I'm telling you right now, like we said before, is I never went to any parties at all when I was in high school. Yeah. Never. Not, not one, because I knew, you know, when I would hear about kids getting in trouble or, you know, getting arrested and stuff like that, I wouldn't mm-hmm. want that. I wouldn't want my dad yeah. to be getting a call at, like, you know, 2 in the morning saying, your, you know, your 16-, 17-year-old son has been arrested. You said the key word, because I was the same way in high school. I was too scared my parents would find out, you know. So I never did anything wrong. I was like, you're right, you know. Uh, and you said the key word. You was worried about your dad getting that call and say, you know, Zach in trouble. You, was, you know, yeah, that that always that always scared living daylights out of me. It's like when my dad would be like, all of a sudden, you know, and then you have to, you know, pretty much be like, you know, that little puppy dog. I know he did something wrong. Be with your head drooping and be have to walk in front of him every day, and then, you know, I wouldn't want to deal with that. Well, Zach, I'm already put you on the spot. I got a guest that's calling in after you, but me and him going to talk about something. But I want to throw it on you. So you got me all interested, you know. I want to throw this question on you. What we're going to talk about is parents pushing their kids to the limit and how far should they go. And you know what I mean by that? Parents want oh, yeah. to take, um, see it in their eyes or do their kids. You know what I mean? Can you explain that um, to our listeners? Like, how far should a parent go and how should they lay off if the kid don't want to play the sport, don't make them? 
Yeah, oh, exactly. I, and I, I'm kind of glad you brought that up because I do, I referee basketball on the weekends and okay. stuff, and, you know, you see a lot of parents, you know, live through their kids and everything because I see a lot of kids nowadays playing three sports. I mean, and then that's good. But, like, you know, a lot of these sports nowadays are almost all year round. You know, you have, you know, you have travel leagues in the summer. You have fall leagues in the winter for baseball. Right. And then, you know, then, of course, they can play a winter sport if they want to, and especially when it comes to high school. Playing multiple sports, you know, really takes a toll on a kid. And what I pretty much, you know, people always say, you know, I can't miss my kids' games, I can't miss them, you know, I don't want them to not see me there, which that's not true. You know, I mean, of course, going to your kids' games is very important, but, you know, every now and then if you can't make one, you know, your kids should understand. You know, if you have, you know, if you have work, you can't get out. You know, it's very important. Like when I was in college, my parents couldn't come to every game, and I understood that. Because I understood they loved me and they were able to, you know, support me through my athletic ability that I was proud to have, you know, when they helped me out all those years. You know, I knew they can't make it everywhere, but they still supported me. And as long as the parents are there to support their kids and their decisions, I think that that's the biggest, uh, biggest key without a doubt. Zach, uh, man, we got four minutes to break, but I still got one more question to ask you before. Um, okay. I want to know, I coach and I hated it. I got out of coach. I love coaching, but... The parents were so, I mean, getting on these kids, and I felt the kids were so scared they couldn't play the game right. Because if they messed up, their parents were yelling, then the parents coming on the field. That would drove me out of coaching. Do that bother you? Yeah, it does. It does a little bit. But, like, we we put the hammer down right away at the beginning of the season. Okay. Because uh, we're, we're finishing up our lower-level tryouts these next couple days, and we have a meeting with the parents. After the teams are picked, we have a meeting with the parents and just the parents alone. And we tell them how it is. We say how we don't want calls about playing time. Mm-hmm. And we don't want calls about, you know, how they're doing this or that. You know, once we're in season, we are the coaches. We do it our own way. Okay. You know, we have, I mean, there's a lot of coaches that are good coaches. You know, they don't want parents come up to them and bothering them about that. And especially if they're getting all over their kids is not right. right. Like we tell them, you know, the field is ours. You know, during the game, it's ours. After the game, it's still ours. Like, you know, you wait until we're done, you know, before you can get your kids and stuff, because, like, that's what we do. For, like, the varsity, each kid, we tell them what their role is going to be. Because, no, not everybody's going to be able to be a starter. I mean, that's a fool's paradise. You know, but there's going to be role players. And so we tell them that, and if they like, if they want to, you know, still work at it, work hard, you know, try and earn a starting spot, then good. But if they don't, if they don't like it, then you know, they have the choice to uh, walk away if they want to. Uh, you know what? When you come back home, we're going to finish that. You know, i got two minutes to break. But go ahead and tell what your company do, Zach, and all that. Okay. All right. Well, it'll definitely be a pleasure coming back on and talking more. I thought this has been fun. <laughs> but, um, and, uh, but the company I work with is, uh, is called Nutrilite. It's an organic, um, organic nutrition company. It's been around for over 70 years. It's actually the number one supplement company in the country. And uh, they actually outdid GNC by uh, five times the volume last year. And a lot of people have never heard about it because it's you know, typically just online. And we actually have you no know, Kurt Warner, just became our new spokesperson. Okay. And um, so what we do is, you know, we specialize in vitamin supplements, you know, for overall health and well-being. We have stuff for uh, joint health. You know, and then we have basic sports nutrition stuff. We have, you know, endurance uh, gummies. We have, you know, a um, thing called rhodiol, which is a sports vitamin, which is good for mental focus and endurance. And everything is all organic, which is perfect. I mean, protein powders, bars, uh, recovery drinks for after your game. Like, let's say I, I take this one after I work out. It's, um, it's a restore mix. 
you take it before you go to sleep. It helps oh. your body recover overnight. Oh, man. That's good. Yeah, while you're sleeping. You put it in water, you take it, you know, it helps you know, promote your muscles to relax and recover, and then you can go to sleep. Oh, Zach, how can this help, like, the formal players like us? How would that help us, the older guys? Uh, for us, I mean, for all the vitamins that we need, without a doubt, like, we have a, a brand called Double X, mm. which um, it equates to about $26 a day in food you would have to eat to equal the nutritional value mm. that you would get in these vitamins. And it, it has so much good stuff for us, like, because our body doesn't naturally produce vitamin C, which is our natural immune booster. So what, what this is, is that, you know, it promotes, you know, we have a vitamin C time release. Like, these pills have released vitamin C over eight hours, so you can have your immune system, you know, at peak performance. Oh. I mean, for us, like, we have the uh, joint health. We have stuff that can, you know, be squeezed in water bottles, like a vitamin water, mm. but it's like half the price. Okay. It's got 1,500 milligrams of glucosamine, helps support and cushion our joints. How can so, I get in contact with you, Zach? Oh, yeah, absolutely. How can yeah. I get in contact? Can you tell a listener? Yeah, without a doubt. Can you tell a listener how they can get in contact with you to get these products? Okay, yeah. Well, to get in contact with me, my um, my email is uh, zrod052485 at gmail.com. That's my direct personal email. You can email me with questions and anything with that. And um, my cell phone, which I'm on almost all the time, you, know, you can send me text messages or give me a call. If I don't answer, leave a voicemail, and I get back to you as soon as possible. That number is 1-815-370-9433. And as you said before, I'm in the glorious cold fields of Chicagoland <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was cold when I was there. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little chilly. <laughs> well, Zach, I thank you for coming on. We're definitely going to have you on again. And if I get an email, I'll just forward them over to you if they send them to my show. Thank right, you. Yeah, I appreciate it. I would definitely love to come back on. I would definitely love to have you on, and we'll get in contact with you and get you back on. For sure. It sounds great. And tell Shauna to say hi, and thanks for everything, Zach. All right, I will. Thank you, Jerry. Talk to you soon, buddy. All right. Well, this is James Loving. We're going to break, and then when we'll be back, I'll be back hosting Loving That Sports Talk. Be right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you? It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. 
your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, and I'm back hosting Loving That Sports Talk. Like I keep telling all the listeners, I'm back in a sunny Arizona. It was fun to be back. It was so cold in Chicago. But it was good to see family and friends and, you know, go to church with my mom and dad and, you know, just going back up again. Because, you know, uh, we got a lot of calls that they'll be calling in, but we got a special guest in the studio, uh, Sherry Williams. Sherry is, well, Sherry does a lot, you know. <laughs> she over here laughing, but go ahead, Sherry. Tell them what else you do. <laughs> <laughs> you just love putting me on the spot, don't you? <laughs> I am the, um, well, first of all, I'm James Loving, uh, publicist and assistant. And um, we are currently um, working with his nonprofit organization, which is Right Start Outreach. And um, it's a community-based outreach program that is trying to put an end to homelessness and like to feed the hungry and get some programs going for the youth and and what kind of um you know come on now you got to talk now this <laughs> can't be scared of this mic now no, i'm not scared of the mic I'm tell me like the different things food. that we're doing out there we're doing um different car wash. we have several car washes planned for the next couple of weeks we have one this weekend it's going to be near metro um mall and then we also have one coming up um the week after but we have a talent show um for all the listeners out there who have a little talent. We have auditions coming up Saturday the thir- uh, the twelfth. Um, auditions for our talent show that's going to be on Saturday, March the nineteenth. And we have two shows. You know, uh, you know, I got to do Sherry's job. Know, Sherry's this is ridiculous. Sick. I got to do Sherry's job. <laughs> we got two shows. One for kids from three to seventeen. Well, the time. Well, three, oh, three ages. Ages three to se- well, ages up to seventeen, and then we have an adult show um, that's going to be for uh, eighteen and up. But the hours are from three to three to five. Three to seven. Three to seven. I'm sorry. Three yeah, to seven. Yeah. Well, who do you work with? I'm, I'm, <laughs> work I'm still with? part six. <laughs> I'm just not getting over the flu. But three to seven, and then from um, nine to two. Is the adult it's show? The adult show, mm-hmm. and you can get information on our website um, regarding the show. Um, you can look up "Loving That Sports Talk" at yahoo at yahoo dot com uh, for more information. <laughs> oh my God! I can't believe. Lord, you hush. <laughs> <laughs> You've never that. been on the mic before. Oh, I have. Trust me. <laughs> you put me on the spot. I, I did. I did put on the spot. But no, it's a great event, and um, Sherry and I got a, a car wash this weekend. They'll be doing. Um, I will be out. Um, I get to go out and have fun. I get to go out to the Dodgers Stadium and meet a gentleman, a general manager. Cause I'm gonna have a bunch of um, Dodgers from the spring training on the show. I think we're gonna have it next week. So I'm going out there to meet them and find out which guys I'm gonna have on the show. So I'll be out doing the thing with them on Saturday. But you guys got to come out. And I'll be slaving at the car wash while he is out having fun. <laughs> hot dog, hot dogs. <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, great event, and she's doing a great job with the organization. And um, um, it just it's just good to have her, you know, somebody that can go out there and, and have the love to help kids. That's what it's about. And that's why I have all my callers on there. My callers, all oh, everybody want to help these kids because when we was growing up, when we was growing, up, I'm saying my age, we didn't have this. You know, if I would have had this, you know, uh, you know, there's a road that you take, and it would have been better than the struggle that I took. So that's why um, I like that. And um, thanks, Sherry. You know, I put it on the spot. You know, I was waiting for a caller. But, you know, I got a call from this one guy, and I cannot believe he called in. But I'm going to tell you a little background about this one guy. Um, you know how you look up to your parents, you know, listeners? And um, this one guy is the most knowledgeable person I ever met, you know. And, and to sit down and talk to him and the advice that he give you is unbelievable, you know. Um, it's just it's just a, a thrill of me to even tell you his name. Uh, Spence Mack, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. How you doing how you today? Doing? Good. Hey, what's going on, James? Uh, basically, I, I'm, I'm happy to be on the show. I'm happy to call the show. I know I've been telling you I was going to call and visit the show for a while. Just, uh, just happened to uh, just dial in just now. So here I am. It's good to have you on there. And you know what? I'm going to get another caller on the phone for you. Are you there, Robert? James Loving, what's up, my brother? <laughs> How you doing, Mitch? <laughs> I got Spence Mack on the line, too. This is a great day for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh-oh. Well, what we can do is we can talk sports about things. Let's talk about having fun, what we have fun with. <laughs> hey, 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 love, can I just ask one question, man? Yeah, go ahead. The show's on. Uh, go ahead. Is, has anybody called in on the show uh, talking about they've seen somebody running, uh, riding a horse down uh, Main Street in downtown <laughs> Phoenix or something? That only happened in New York City. <laughs> 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 hey, Spence, go ahead and, uh, you know, it, it's it's just good to have you on here, Robert. You know how Spence is. Spence is the most knowledgeable person and fun to be around guy, and, you know, Spence, you know, I want you to tell our listeners a little bit you did. You know, you've been on, like, a show with, uh, wasn't it Heart to Heart? Yeah, it was Heart to Heart back in the day, way back in the day. Uh, my, uh, I lived in L.A. briefly uh, after after a three-year stint in the Marine Corps, and I played a little college football at El Camino College where I, at uh, 1983, where I met uh, Marion Shug Knight and played football with him for two years at El Camino. Uh, during that stint at El Camino College, we had a coach that was uh that knew a lot of people in, in, in show business, and uh, we were uh, used as security or, you know, more or less escorts for stars uh, in 83 and 84 uh, at El Camino. And uh, from there, basically, I, I got to know a lot of people in the business, and the personality I have been blessed with or been talented with to God, I, uh, people had saw, and they, I was invited on to a show, uh, which was Heart to Heart back in the late 70s, early 80s. That was a very popular show. On, um, I think I believe it was ABC. It was. Uh, and anyway, uh, I happened to go on that show a couple times as a. They, it was a stand-in, but it was a special special stand-in. So uh, it was a basketball episode, which was filmed at Loyola Marymount University in 1984. It was January 1984 during our spring break. Uh, it was a bunch of football players, uh, some pro and some uh, some college. Uh, but we had to, we we played as basketball players, which is funny. In this episode, you see a bunch of guys at six four, six five, two seventy, two sixty five, <laughs> playing basketball as a as a supposed to be college basketball team on this particular show. Uh, some of the guest stars, matter of fact, was Fred Dreyer's Fred Dreyer, who later became Hunter. Hunter it was his yeah. first uh, it was his first appearance on, on network television as an actor. 
so he was a special guest on our Heart to Heart, where he was the villain. Well, a lot of people don't know about Fred Dreyer. But he played. For, he played with the Rams, but Fred Dreyer was about six foot six, and when he played football, he was only two forty. But he had gotten down to about two hundred to become an actor. So he was a tall. He's the only tall, lean guy that actually that was in the movie, that was in the show. Uh, anyway, the show was. Uh, it, it was a. Uh, it was a good thing for us. Uh, uh, for myself, I was very excited being uh, being on a national simulcast, and all my family was able to see me in my bits and pieces. Well. The TV show lasts about an hour. I would say accumulation of time throughout the TV show was probably maybe a rough 12 minutes. 12 minutes you would see bits and parts of us throughout the hour. Uh, until the last part, it was like a 10-minute cl- uh, climactic of the basketball game, which, of course, was a buzzer beater at the last second to, to win the game for our team where we had the other special guest star on the show that was a basketball player. So the, the show was themed around this basketball player, and it happened to be Max, who was the butler, it was his nephew that was on our basketball team who got framed in a drug sting. And, uh, of course, the Hearts freed him right before the end of the game to, so we can win the game, so we can come back and play and win the game. So, anyway, uh, that was fun. Uh, throughout, that, uh, throughout that part right there, I got my foot in the door, and I got to know some celebrities. I got to work in some, some popular clubs and, and got to do security for some popular people. The most popular person I ever worked for was Stevie Wonder. And uh, um, uh, the least, uh, I guess I can go on a long list on that. But anyway, uh, from there, from there, I never was a personal bodyguard. I always worked security or staff security or worked events. But uh, anyway, that's that's my claim to fame. Yeah, uh, um, Spencer Mac, you know I got to do you. Thanks for telling us the whole episode of uh, Heart to Heart. <laughs> now I ain't got to rent the the, uh, the episode. <laughs> <laughs> midget, I'm sitting here. I went through the first episode, the second episode. Am I right, midget? <laughs> well, thanks for putting me through I'm heart to heart from 1960 to 1999. <laughs> <laughs> hey, midget. Yeah, you got to look carried away because you went through everything when they had kids, and, and then Max had his kids, and the dog had my puppies, and then, and then, and then. <laughs> Hey, bitch. Hey, bitch. I was counting you for with your comic class, you know? I went to the break room and came back. You still was on the first episode when, when, when Fred Dryer fell off the car. He, oh, then Max, like, get him. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> right. am I right? Oh, yeah. Well, basically, what I did, I started to see because it, what is it? It's Match Madness. It's match March Madness right now. Yeah. and. Starting off with collegiate basketball, that's, that was the opener for uh, what's going on right now in uh, our time. Well, you know what? Is, uh, March Madness. But, Spence, you know, I got two minutes, but I wanted the listeners to let uh, Midget tell, you know, him. Then we come back from break. I got a question I want to ask both of you guys. I need to get y'all input because a lot of calls have been asking me about this. And, and I, I kind of don't know where to go with it. But, Robert, go ahead and tell everybody. Because you've been on the show before, but I'll let our listeners know again, you know, who you are. Well, I went to school with James and, and, and our guest, Spence, uh, at the University of Wyoming. Grew up in Detroit. Uh, came out to Wyoming and played football and football scholarship. And uh, since graduated and, and been working for an insurance company for a few, man, now almost 20 years. You ain't going to wow. give us a 20-year history like Spence gave a 20-year history of heart-to-heart? Heart? <laughs> <laughs> you, you see, I got mine in the 30 seconds. Yeah. 30 Spence, seconds. Less, than, less than 30 seconds. Spence, that's a, I, I applaud you. Yeah, that's a good one, Spence. A good do you, you know. Do you have problems yeah. telling the whole episode of heart-to-heart? Heart? <laughs> that was good, though. But, you know, because the first time I met Spence, he's like, look at me on there. And I looked, I'm like, 
That is him right there, you know. And it just—it's good to see when you can see somebody do those that type of thing, and then just to talk to you, you know, thinking you know you want uppity or nothing like that. You talk to the younger guys, like you know me, Sean, your brother Crandell. You know, I gotta get on Crandell. He's supposed to been on my show last week, but <laughs> but um, okay. that's what I like, Spence, and the way you came up and you helped all the younger guys and told them, you know. Stay out of trouble. Do this and do that. And, and you slapped us around. You We were scared of you. You like, you know, you made us like, you're not going to get in trouble. You're going to do this. So we all respect you for that. But. Well, it's like the per- it seems like the people that always do- get in trouble know the things not to do and are able to give people the uh, the uh, the benefit of, of uh, what not to do because I've already exposed myself into everything. So, of course, me, I was a troublemaker around Laramie, and uh, so I knew the things not to do. Stay out of them. Yeah, but oh, it was easy easy to give advice when you when you cause trouble. But Robert and Smith, I'll ask you, Robert, real quick. You know what? We'll take a quick break and then we'll come back and then I'm gonna lay this on the line, you guys. Cause this is a good thing when you just said that, Smith. But this is James Loving hosting Loving That Sports Talk. I had two great friends on the line, Spence Mack and Robert Midget, and we'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Hard Hitting Radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard Hitting Radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving by hosting Heart to Heart. I mean, Loving That Sports Talk. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was heart to heart the way he's playing that story. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I got my two great friends on uh, on the line, uh, Spence Mack and Robert Mitch. You know, they asked me what was the question I'm going to ask. I said, no, I'm not going to tell you because I want to throw it out there. And, and it's a good thing. I'm like, I'd like to ask you first minute, then you, Spence. Well, Spence was talking about kids know how to get in trouble. They know what's wrong. Kids don't know that. When you come out to go to college, you, you're free. You're loose. and You want to do everything. 
Is that wrong for them to want to experience everything and do things, you know, like, say, drinking and all that? Because that's what you get away from home to go do that, right? Bridget, do you agree with that or no? You know, I, I can't say that I agree with it or disagree with it. It's just a matter of remembering when you were 18 years old. And you take a typical 18-year-old and say, okay, now you're out on your own. You know and typically an 18-year-old is going to do some crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. So I can't say that I agree or disagree with you, but I think it's just going to happen. You have to expect it to happen. That's why as parents, we have to teach our kids what's right and wrong. So when we do send them out on their own, they have some idea of what to do and what not to do. Well, I'm going to put Spence on the spot, but back to you real quick, Robert. But Spence made a comment that the kids know what's wrong on that. Yeah, we know, but it's fun, though, right? It's that excitement that we know drinking and driving when you're young or going to a party, acting a fool, jumping out. We know it, but that's what we went to college to do, to have that fun and get away from your parents with no rules, right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, my parents might be listening to this show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we can't say that. You didn't drink, Midget. I don't want you to put that out there. <laughs> but, I mean, it was, the, it was the getaway. You know, you got to go to class when you wanted to. You know, you didn't have to be your mom them getting you up, right? Is that freedom we wanted? Yeah, absolutely. It's freedom we wanted. Is it freedom that we needed? Yeah, no. You know, I don't know. It's... And there's no right or wrong answer here. There's no, uh, there's no definitive answer. I guess you can say in 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 the question that you're asking me. Yeah, absolutely. We go off to college to to have fun. Uh, part of that fun is what I call and tell my kids: you you grow up, uh, you become when you leave college, you go to college to grow up to be a to you go in as a boy and you come out as a man. When I was when I was growing up, I had best friends in high school. We we kicked it. We did all the stuff that best friends in high school do. But the friends that you meet in college, the friends that you go from boys to men with, are your friends for life. Uh, I didn't know Spence until I got to college. I didn't know James Loving until I got to college. But these are the guys that I keep in touch with. Till I'll keep in touch with till the day one of us die. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. Uh, my high school friends, you know, I keep in touch with them, you know, every now and again through Facebook or some other social media. But I pick up the phone and call Spence, or I send Spence a text, or uh, you know, I, I talk to him. I talk to James Loving. I talk to those other guys from from college. Those are guys that I became, I grew up with. I became a man with, and that's what college was like for me. Uh, Spence, I want to come to you because. I know when I'm going through a lot, you know, I always call you like, boy, pick your head up. You know, you always get that courage and advice. And you know a lot of people. You've been through a lot. How can you explain to a young kid that want to go to college and have fun or a kid any? How do you do that, Spence? Because well, the main, the main thing is the main thing is that, that I, uh, I've learned from my own experience is uh, moderation. You can do anything as long as you, as long as you do it in moderation. Mm-hmm. Uh, by, by being a young kid out on, your, on their own, away from home, uh, there's going to be a certain, a certain aspect of mischief. Mischief is something that we long experienced as, as a young adult. Matter of fact, we still, some of us still experience some of that at, at, at our middle age. Uh, it's just one of those type of things for, uh, that uh, it's, it's exciting. It's things that we experience, but at the same time, is you don't want to go overboard. Uh, being doing it excessively and, and, and doing it on, on a regular basis leads into trouble. 
Um, so a lot of us, I mean, well, when you guys, when you guys were at college in Laramie, University of Wyoming, mm-hmm. I was always already in my in my mid twenties, mid to late twenties. I got there around twenty six, and I left uh, in my early thirties. But anyway, uh, so I had already experienced some things, and you guys would, I would see you guys doing certain things. I was able to get my input uh, from a perspective that I've already experienced that, and nothing but bad could happen from what you're doing because I've done it. Uh, and so that's where I would that's where I would uh, be a part of some of the, some of the guys' lives back in the early eight, I mean late eighties and early nineties down in Laramie. So people looked up to me from some of the advice they gave that I gave, and also the certain element of respect that they had for me just by by the person that I was. But uh, as far as kids leaving their home uh, and going to a university and going to school, and for that for that point, I don't think they go as far. As long as they come from a home training regiment, they won't leave that regiment. They won't go outside that regiment. Mm-hmm. They know what to do and what to do and get back to the boundaries of uh, be, uh, of their behavior being in, in something that's uh, acceptable. Right. Well, that being said, you know, uh, I pass it back. And you know what? We have four minutes to close. I want each one of you to give you a minute, minute and a half. Uh, what, what kind of what you said, Robert? You call your friends. What do you look at friends as? Because a lot of people tell me, you know, I got self joined on. He say. You surround yourself around good friends. And what do you think of that, Robert? Hello? Robert? Spence? Yeah, I'm sorry, Robert's still there, but uh, as well, far you, as... You go ahead, Spence. As far as that, to that question, uh, I think that uh, when we were in Wyoming, I think we've, we've all had uh, things in, in, mutu- in mutuality. In other words, you hang around people that are doing the same thing. A lot of us basically are, are already went through school, we had an education, and mm-hmm. most of us have channeled ourselves in, in pretty progressive jobs uh, where we have opportunity to take care of our families in, in, in a pretty good fashion. So what we do is we stay in contact with people that we have things in common. So, like, I'm thinking with midgets getting that, some of the people that you went to high school with didn't take it, take their uh, their education to a higher level or even take their work experiences to a higher level. Right. So the people that uh, went on and became successful at what they did and made kept longevity in a career are the people that he probably stays in common with, people people that he has uh, or contact with, people that he has things in common with. I like that, Spencer. And you know what? we got to get yeah. you back on the show again, Spencer, and do an hour. But tell all the listeners out there what you do, you know, your job. And I know, um, go ahead. Well, uh, what I am, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm an auto sales consultant. Uh, I go into uh, various dealerships throughout the country, and I, I do uh, marketing strategies to bring bring customers in the door. And I, uh, when we come in, basically we have incentives to sell the customer uh, a vehicle at, at a reduced price. And also, I trained I trained sales guys at uh, franchise dealerships on, on the on on holding holding a customer and also basically controlling the customer and tactics as far as sales are concerned. When I say tactics, I mean just training as far as uh, how to show a customer a car and how to basically deliver a car uh, from that perspective. So we got a lot of dealerships out here. How can I get in contact with you, Spence, if they want you to come in and do a... a... You, can call, you can contact Spence Mack at the Sales Academy at 1-800-566-7969, the Sales Academy. You can look us up on www.bdc results.com and if you send me an email I'll send the email forward it over to him and uh Spencer I love it was a surprise to see you on the show man like I say you know whenever I'm going through something I always call you up like hey Spence you know what I do and you always give me good advice you know well, I'm looking forward to seeing you next week uh, love I, I'll be I'll be there in uh, Scottsdale next week so I'm looking forward to seeing you well you you come on and be in the studio with me on the show that sounds great 
That sounds great. And definitely looking forward to that. So call me as soon as you get in town. I sure will. All right. Thanks, thanks for calling thanks in. Thanks for having me, James. No, thanks for calling in, Spence, man. All right, buddy. Well, this was James Lovey, and we had a great show today. You're my guest, Zachary Rodriguez was on here. The then we had um, Spence Mack, um, and then we had Robert Midget. You know, this is the type of show I like. You know, get, you get the vice, and we all, everybody that calls in, and even me, I have to help the young kids. You know, and that's my goal. You know, I, I don't sleep at night till I know. You know, I help at least one kid for the day. But I like to try and boost that number up and help more than one. You know, through the organizational, through anything. So, you know, um, green button. So, you know, that's what I like doing. This is James Loving hosting Loving That Sports Talk. And we'll see you next week, and we have more great guests on. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.